Hello, welcome to the Friday, November 11th, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Well, today we got another branded vulnerability and while the vulnerability itself isn't really all that big of a deal, it's a nice opportunity to talk a little bit about firewalls and how they're dealing with ICMP messages. The problem here is that ICMP unreachable messages cause certain firewalls, most notably some of the smaller Cisco ASA firewalls to drop packets relatively early, so you don't need an awful lot of traffic. What they measured is around 20 megabits per second will cause the firewall to start dropping legitimate traffic, where the firewall itself should actually be able to deal with something in the gigabit range. So why do we have a problem with ICMP unreachable messages? Well, uh, those messages, first of all, you should typically not block. Now you can get away with blocking some of them, but essentially a port unreachable, a host unreachable, tells your system that you try to connect to a system that doesn't exist, uh, where the UDP port is not listening. So you're not going to try to resend the traffic, which would be another option if you don't get the error message back. So you only get these error messages if the problem isn't going to fix itself and sending the same packet again is not going to solve the problem. In order to help you figure out what caused the problem, ICMP error messages as payload include the first few bytes of the packet that caused the error. RFC 792 asks for the IP header plus eight bytes to be included in the payload, but typically you see more, you see more likely the entire TCP header being included as well as the IP header. So with that information, the host can figure out which packet cause the error and with that it can then adjust its behavior. Now firewalls always have a little bit of hard time dealing with these type of messages. You don't want to wholesale block them but then again they can be used to enumerate hosts on a network and for other reconnaissance. So some firewalls try to actually filter these ICMP messages stateful using the payload. So when the ICMP error is coming in it dissects the ICMP message tries to figure out which packet caused the error. If that packet was actually sent before, then the ICMP error is let in. So there is quite a bit of work that has to be done by the firewall. The blog post mostly used port unreachable packets in order to test this. And like I said, they found that some of these Cisco firewalls are dropping packets once they reach about 20 megabits of traffic. Now, they didn't find any problems with IP tables. They hinted that uh, some Palo Alto systems may have issues. Also, SonicWall may have issues. Overall, there's not really much you can do. You can block all of these ICMP error messages. Uh, then, of course, the firewall doesn't have to do all that stateful lookup. There is one ICMP error message that you probably do want to allow in, and that's uh, the type 3 for unreachable and code for for fragmentation required. A lot of modern operating systems will send the do, set the do not fragment flag on all outbound TCP traffic in order to figure out what is the minimum MTU that can be used 
on a particular route and if you block those fragmentation required messages from reaching the host then the host will never be able to figure out that actually it has to send smaller packets in short not a big deal if you do have any problems with this then just block all ismp error messages Cisco also doesn't consider that uh, vulnerability worthwhile addressing and there was no CVE number assigned to this problem. And then we got our pre-announced update for OpenSSL. As predicted, uh, nothing too crazy here. The high vulnerabilities being patched here is a denial of service vulnerability that affects the ChaCha20 and Poly1305 algorithm. Uh, the other two vulnerabilities are also uh, essentially denial of service vulnerabilities, a moderate one and then a low one that only affects uh, the Broadwell uh, specific algorithms in the OpenSSL cipher suite here. So update it as your distribution does publish an updated package for it. Wouldn't really sweat this one too much. And OWASP released version three of uh, the mod security core rule set. It's a very popular set of mod security rules. If you're using this tool as your web application firewalls, the big focus here was also the reduction of false positives. That's of course always a big complaint about these rule sets. And you can now define a paranoia level essentially where you are setting up how many false positives you're willing to accept. Also, they came up with specific uh, rules of for WordPress and Drupal, which of course are very popularly attacked uh, systems. In particular, if you do have to deal with larger networks where users install tools like that, uh, that may be a quite nice uh, tool set or rule set uh, to have. So uh, take a look at this. It works with mod security and can be used uh, with Apache, IIS or Nginx as long as you have mod security 2.8 installed. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again on Monday.